0: Two of Judging Book Covers Podcast, a bi-weekly book club podcast where we are now helping you go through your to-be-read list. I'm Megan Griffin and I'm joined with my amazing co-host, Stephanie Cortez. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so, I'm like nervous and excited and I'm going to calm down at some point.
1: Oh, I'm right there with you. Very excited, <laughs> but also nervous, a little apprehensive, but I'm just remembering how fun it was in the summer with you and Ileana, so...
0: Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we get into what we read and everything, um, why don't we talk about a little bit, what kind of books do you normally read? I tend to go towards
1: fiction. Um, I do reread the Harry Potter series <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> you know, I, you mentioned that on Best Acquaintances, <gasps> and I am totally down for a reread, and oh, I'm trying to get, like, I'm a there. group or something to do this. I'm there. So. <laughs> Listen, like
1: So my husband and I decided we're not going to have kids but our niece she's reading Harry Potter and it's like touching my heart (laughs) like the next generation we bought her the first (laughs) we bought her the first book for her birthday and she's on the second book now she's almost halfway through so we had a good conversation oh she's nine
0: on perfect age. Yeah.
1: So, we had a good conversation at her sister's birthday this past weekend. Her favorite character is Hermione because Hermione knows stuff and she gets stuff done. Um, <laughs> she's torn between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. She wants to go to Harry Potter World. It was a good conversation. Good kid. <laughs> yes. I
0: love any kid that their response isn't immediately Gryffindor. Yeah. Um, unless they can back up, like, why. Right. Um, and of course, Hermione is the best. And yes. there's like a meme with like, Renaming all the books from Harry Mon- Hermione's <laughs> point of view. It's my favorite thing.
1: It's so good. I've seen that. <laughs> she did make a point, too, to say that Sundarin was last
0: <laughs> for House of course.
1: Yeah. Um, I screwed a
0: couple of years when she's a teenager to right, see how right. she feels. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so I've reread the series a few times. Um, but other than that, usually fiction. Uh, but I'm very excited to see what new books I discover. I'm up for any genre, any author anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was looking back recently through what I read last year, um, specifically for podcasts and how many different things I was like, I never would have picked this up. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what we get for this year. Um, And the first two books we kind of picked. So um, it'll probably be March before we're like, give us something we do not normally read.
1: Yes. Give us Um, something new.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the first book we picked uh, was The Power by Naomi Alderman, which I'm really hoping is how her last name is pronounced, which was on your to-be-read list. Yes.
1: Um,
0: I think I'm going to just say TBR because I keep wanting to say to-be-read, which is not right. Plus TBR is a little shorter. (laughs) TBR works. Yeah. Um, So how did it come up on your radar? So it's kind
1: of related to the Exorcist television show, (laughs) in a way. (laughs) Okay. Um, Basically, I posted something on Facebook after watching an episode of The Exorcist, which is amazing. Everyone should go watch it. Um, I don't know (laughs) if it's coming back for a third season. I really hope it is. Um, But I had posted there was a scene where this guy was bothering the person who is possessed. You know, drunk all over her and pulled the line of I just gave you a compliment you know and I being fed up was like you know what demon if you're gonna possess this person come on out and handle this guy (laughs) (laughs) and then the demon did (laughs) so I posted something on Facebook about like maybe if more guys got their jaws broken they would start (laughs) treating women like people or something like that and a friend of mine commented said have you read The Power by Naomi Alderman and I had not So, I went online, pulled up the description, and was immediately on board. (laughs) So, Um, shout outs to Kaylin for suggesting this book to me because
0: I (laughs) loved it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little apprehensive going into it. I had it, I think all the books talked about it, which is a book riot podcast where they talk about the books that are coming out that week. And they talked about how it was like the next Handmaiden's Tale. And anything that's the next whatever, I tend to be like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. that's it tends to mean that something's not good, and so they are thus trying to talk it up. Um, but I looked at the reviews, and for the most part, they're pretty positive. And anything that's actually negative is more like, this isn't my cup of tea, hmm. rather than like, this is really bad. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm really, really glad we read it. Um Everybody I've talked to to try to explain it, I'm like, it's a dystopian. But wait, 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 wait. Because everybody, you know, is instantly like, oh, it's got to be young adults. And it's oh. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Especially if it's me. So. Oh, you? What is, what is that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I read too much young adults. <laughs> may or
1: may not have also come up on Best Acquaintance. <laughs> not for
0: <from> me. <laughs> no, Ollie, that is uh, – I think when I was pitching this idea originally, um, talked about how I read too much YA, which is not true. Like, I've kept track of my books um, since 2009, and the years where I actually read more than like 20 books, it's usually pretty evenly split. But I guess because that's still more than most people read YA. That makes sense. So I have
1: not. I don't usually read YA. I feel like I know nothing about what's going on in the young adult world. So if you ever want to suggest, even just not even for the podcast, uh, let me know because I do. I do want to branch out more. Different
0: jobs. Uh, I've got yeah. some great ones coming up then. Okay. Okay. Um, there will not to be. I have started to be like, all right, love triangles. No, I can't deal with this anymore, and kind of things. So there's a couple that are on my list that I'm really, really excited about. Um, Even if they don't come up for the podcast, like Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to read them this year. Um, So this book came out, I believe it was 2017. Uh, Goodreads has it listed first published in 2016, but I think that's um, some kind of typo because everything else says it came out in 2017. So I could be wrong either way. Um, It is a four point of view story uh, combined into one narrative, and it is a book within a book. So it is presented (laughs) as a dude 5,000 years after the fact was like, I wanted to write a history of this time period in humanity, but I also wanted to dramatize it up. Can you read this and let me know what you think? and that might be the favorite my favorite part is the like beginning and end of this book
1: yes oh my so a qu- question how into spoilers are we gonna get
0: i'm okay with going as far as we want okay um, because otherwise it's just going to be 20 minutes of us being like this was great Go read it.
1: <laughs> so yes if anyone has any interest i would suggest pausing going and reading the book yes. and then coming back because it's really good it's <laughs> It's very good, <laughs> and it, it is going to really be hard is. to yeah talk about um, it without.
0: <laughs> so, which character should we start with first?
1: Maybe <laughs> Roxy because I think it starts with her. But it does start with her. She is also my favorite, so I might be a little biased <laughs> <laughs> starting with her.
0: I am good with starting. Roxy is a badass. She I think is. <laughs> But I am torn between her and Tunde as to which one I like yes, more. Yes. Because I feel like they both grow the most um, during yeah. this book. And, and Roxy's just badass the entire book on yes, top of that. she... <laughs> from the very beginning, she is. <laughs> um, so she is from London. And she is the daughter of a well-known... I wouldn't say mobster, but whatever the... Yeah. London modern day equivalent is yeah. Um, her I think dad the does book jacket
1: says like tricky family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really polite everywhere. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like the infamous family man. I was like, mm, that's yeah. an interesting way of mm-hmm. saying drug lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then her mom is kind of labeled a prostitute, or maybe just a whore.
1: Yeah, um, definitely like. Not his wife, because he is married and has three sons, one of whom is only either a few months younger or older than her. They're only a few months apart. So (laughs) that's the point of contention with his wife.
0: (laughs) Um, And it starts with her walking in on these thugs uh, trying to kill her mom. And she ends up... Feeling this I really like how it's described it's it's not natural feeling and it h- seems to hurt like the first few times that mm-hmm. you use it um, but the title is the power so she feels this power bubbling up and um, essentially electrocutes one of them um no I thought everybody was gonna get different powers I thought we were going superhero x-men on this <laughs> um I'm very glad it didn't it's yeah. Every, uh, all girls between the ages of 14 through 16 excuse me, on a specific day, basically this power woke up in them and every girl after them has it and they can awaken it in anybody older than them.
1: Yes. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. That, and kind of like what you are saying with Roxy when she first uses it, it she um, it kind of says like something that she kind of knew was always there and almost like always knew how to do this even though this was the first time it was ever happening Um, yeah and same thing for when we get to see it um, being awakened in an older woman kind of the same thing like I think she might have actually said that she had memories of it but that it was like a very natural thing even though she hadn't been doing it her whole life
0: yeah now every time get some electric static and I'm like Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I shocked Chris the other day he was
0: like it's the power <laughs> nice <laughs> um, so that's kind of all we see of Roxy at first and then later she's her mother's dead mm-hmm. she has a name for the drug lord that supposedly killed her mom which is Primrose yep. um, and she's she goes and kills Primrose
1: Yep, which
0: which I was wondering if they were going to go that way because I feel like
1: if I put myself in her position, yeah, I would definitely want vengeance, but I didn't know if the author was going to go that way and have her actually do it, and then she yeah. does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I like that there are consequences. It's not mm-hmm. that this puts her immediately in power of everything. It kind of causes a scrimmage between the London drug lords, and she essentially runs away to America.
1: Right, During all that. Even though all this stuff is going on with women, all over young women all over the world, cops are still doing their jobs and they're looking for the person yeah. that killed this guy and whoever, however many other guys, a two or three guy of his own men that yeah. were there.
0: Um, she kind of occasionally. Every time she kills someone, she's like, "That's the last time. <laughs> Not going to do it." Um. And so she runs to meet. Mother Eve, who we'll talk about in a little bit We will talk Um, about her (laughs) Oh my god I have so many questions when it comes to her Uh Um, but essentially helps Mother Eve set up a new religion Mm -hmm. and then goes back to London Mm -hmm. where she then actually becomes the major drug lord Yes um, (laughs) selling what do they call it glitter?
1: Glitter Mm -hmm. Um, It's uh, some compound that will um is that the way is that the one where I'm trying to remember because there's I feel like a couple different variations of it one that's more pure and she could have taken out like a house or something crazy with her power yeah this one's more diluted um and does boost your power but I feel like was this more like a recreational
0: it's yeah it's basically I think they cut it with like cocaine or something right they do because usually when girls get high they lose this power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, it's a way for them to enhance their power and get high. Yes. So, um, and it is purple and glittery because when women design drugs, that's what happens. Listen, apparently. I'm not mad at purple drugs. <laughs> no, not at all. Purple is my favorite color. <laughs> Make all the purple drugs you want. <laughs> um, I guess it's also good to mention this book takes place over 10 years hmm. yes and every so often has a year break so this isn't something that like is compounded into six months or anything like that it is right. a it, I, I really liked that because mm-hmm. it's normally um in dystopians especially you're you're getting the six months after something happened or like it's generations later and right. this is kind of a really nice expansion mm-hmm. of, uh, especially how the power shifts between right. men and women. Um, so between each chapter is kind of like a, a break um, to kind of explain some things that happened and occasionally has the newscast, which I want to talk about.
1: Oh yes. That. that is, I have that <laughs> written down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she becomes, uh head drug lord finds out that her dad's actually the one that organized the hit on her mom.
1: oh which I was so <sighs> upset about, but as it was yes. as she was confronting um was it the cop a dirty. it was a dirty cop that was on her dad's payroll. Weinstein,
0: yes, yeah yes <laughs> the perfectly named the, cop yeah. it's
1: like well you have to die no <laughs> um but you do yes because <laughs> she, actually, she actually ends up getting called back by her dad's wife because uh some young women had really zapped up her brother right um so she basically was coming back for the revenge on that and afterwards um i don't want to call her her stepmom because they don't really have that close of a relationship but basically her stepmom um, kind of apologizes for never really liking her but Roxy's like you know I get it because my mom you know I get it Um, but she said I think her name is her name Barbara? Yeah. Barbara she says you should really be the one to run everything not Ricky the son Um, and she gives her the books that has like it's a whole ledger it's got all this information and that's how she finds the cop who Primrose had mentioned before she killed him um, so she goes to confront him and then he re- reveals that it was really her father and, ugh.
0: and she doesn't kill her father, which is great. Like she recognizes that having him alive is more valuable mm-hmm. to keeping the peace in her status than, right. than killing him. Right. Um, and kind of takes her, I think he's younger by a few months. Brother, I think that's Darryl, what I
1: said. Yeah. Daryl.
0: Um, under her, her wing, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of shows him the ropes, which I really liked until Daryl became an asshole.
1: (laughs) Daryl. I was, I, cause he went with her to confront Weinstein, you know, and then to confront their father. And he was basically just like, Roxy, what do you want to do with this? So I, I liked that, you know, but then it was really just kind of an
0: ulterior motive. I saw it as like a great, you know, we're weird, messed up, family but yeah, we're family but we're so i've got right. your back yeah. but it wasn't <laughs> <And> no, <laughs> no. <sighs> it's uh, all ruse. he then tries to steal um this so they call the power it's like a it's a basically like a skin tag or mm-hmm. sky and i think is what it's called um which i kept messing with my collarbone because it's apparently rotten yes. the collarbone. <laughs> um, and they go through this really gruesome. I was reading this and eating lunch, so it might have just been more gruesome because I was eating lunch. Um, where they talk about removing her power mm-hmm. um, and putting it in her brother, yeah. and which a plan. throughout With the whole him and their dad. Yeah, um, should have let him die, but I also get why she didn't kill her dad. I mean, this book is great at like human nature that's all this is it's like everything that happened you're like yeah there was no good outcome Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. um so and throughout the book they kind of discuss that this this power is down kind of like attached to your heart so it's not Mm -hmm. something that is like they can dilute it or kind of cut it off but they can't remove it right um, so she's kind of the first person, I think, that they remove that actually lives.
1: Right. And he's the first person to successfully get a transplant. Right. Um, which was interesting. Like, just trying to steal the power back kind of thing. You know, even the table yeah. sort of.
0: Um, yeah, I, I couldn't figure angry. out if that was what that shift was or if it was like a... Look now I'm part of you guys I don't know Daryl was interesting
1: I think Dar- I For me I think I just Looked at Daryl like He just wanted Power um, Maybe he thought he would have gotten the business if Ricky hadn't But because right. Roxy has this Physical you know edge on him This power that that's why he Got kind of elbowed out of there out of second Place when Ricky got hurt um, And he wanted Damn his spot second back
0: brothers. Yeah always the second brothers (laughs) (laughs) um so she escapes and essentially goes into hiding yeah um until she meets up with um I just forgot his name Tunde yeah um and do we want to talk about their whole thing now or kind of like after his shift.
1: Yeah, maybe we go back to talk about him okay. and how he ends up there. Because he goes yeah. through some things, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so she basically helps him escape mm-hmm. from... So during all of this, there's a war that started. Yep. Um, in essentially the Middle East. And they're trying to get out of this war-torn country um, and seeing all these horrific things that are happening. And she helped, well, theoretically helps him escape. Mm-hmm. Do we ever find out what happens to him? Oh, like, I finished the book and was like, <laughs> did we ever see what happens to him after he gets put in the car? Um, I don't think so. I don't think we do. I think it's implied he's killed. but Really? Oh, um, I feel like I need to yeah. look because I... Oh, we'll go back to okay? that. He's During the, his.
1: Or he's in the trunk and she seems to really be... The person seemed to really be working with and for Roxy. Yeah. So I... Um, and then whatever. Then what happens next with Roxy getting back to find her brother, I kind of thought, okay, so he must be okay. That must have really been an ally of hers. Well, oh, gosh, I hope. <laughs> yeah,
0: I... We'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah. But for her, she... Yeah, she goes after her brother... Who by that point has been killed?
1: Which Um, I that part (laughs) that part
0: got a little a little violent. Yes, a little bloody. But I had to reread it a couple times because I was like, "Did he kill her?"
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. But I was so Um, angry at him for taking her power in the first place. Yes. Totally supported them literally tearing him apart.
0: Yes. He basically is at the drug factory trying to enforce that he's in charge. And by this point, like, men are not allowed to go around without a woman protector, a woman guard. And he keeps saying, like, my sister's my guard, but she's been missing forever. Right. Um, so he he's
1: getting messages from her and everything yeah. he's
0: doing for the factory and everything is per her
1: orders. <laughs> and the women that work there are questioning him. They don't necessarily believe him
0: no not at all yeah and he hasn't let on that he has this power now um until an army uh, woman shows up um they're trying to find the location of this this drug factory Mm -hmm. um he finds her and beats i mean with the the power like beats the shit out of her for a lack of a better term um doesn't kill her but it is very clear like she's not okay Right, um, in right. The end. and 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 afterwards,
1: it, he seems very proud he's like, of I'm himself. One of you.
0: Right, he's like, I
1: took care of business, <laughs> um, and he's expecting. I guess he's expecting the women to at least appreciate what he's done or give him some kind of props for it. And they are all pissed. <laughs> they could tell yes. they're all very angry, and then they start chasing him because they see it. They um, see that he's um, using the power. Um, that up to this point only women had um so they chase him he runs but they catch up and they they tear him apart
0: they do like quite literally they,
1: yeah they tear the sky the skein the the power thing yeah. on his collar when they tear that off and then i think they may tear an arm off i don't remember but they tear him apart
0: <laughs> yeah they are uh up to this point like there are some guys that have had it but it's like a very small percentage, mm-hmm. and whatever power they do have, it's nothing right. compared to what like the weakest woman has. So yeah, Roxy finds this out, and then kind of makes peace with her dad. Um, yeah. Do you think she they are him? sitting, <laughs> talking, and she's explaining that she's fallen for a guy? Does she yeah. kill her dad? I know. I was going to ask. Do you think that she talking to Because
1: they're talking. And she says something like, I should probably kill you. And he's like, Yeah, you probably should. And then she talks about how she met this guy. And he's like, Oh, grandchildren. He's so excited. And then I think it says they finish their drink before they go down. Because I think he was on it. They're sitting on a balcony. So it doesn't actually get answered if she kills him, if she doesn't.
0: So I assumed a bomb went off at that point. Um, But maybe she did kill him. The world exploded basically before she could. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe it's just left open ended. Maybe he's not done with his manuscript. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she is the badass, doesn't care what anybody thinks. Um, In the sense, like, she's intelligent and kind-hearted. It's just Mm -hmm. she's kind of grown up with a bad life. So it's it's a good balance character.
1: She's also very Um, strong. Like when we talk about Mother Eve, one of the things Mother Eve has thought was like she's a soldier. She she is a warrior. Roxy, meaning Roxy, Mm -hmm. um, to help her, to help Mother Eve. Um, So I like seeing her have that amount of power because I think even at the beginning when she's first showing her dad and her brothers what she can do before they even attack Primrose. Um, they talk about, she talks about how she has more power even than the other girls in the neighborhood, anyone else that they've seen. like She just h- seems to somehow have a lot of power. And then when Daryl yeah. steals her power, he says something like, it's something like um, this is like he's shocked at how much power there is and no wonder she always looked so smug and so satisfied with herself yes. <laughs> every time she used it. <laughs> yeah, like, she's she knew. entirely. Yeah. Like, she knew how strong yeah. she
0: was. Like I think it could be debatable. I think she was stronger than Allie or Mother Eve, but I think so. Mother Eve can control it better, right? It's like yes. the only difference. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about these like not separate, but it's also hard to talk about them in any kind of chronological order.
1: Right. You'd have to bounce um, from this character, this character, this character, yeah. and then back <laughs> to do it chronologically like that.
0: Um. So. The second character we're introduced to is Tunde, I think, Um, who is a Nigerian kid at the time um, who is doing what all Nigerian teens do and hitting on a girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and decides to like they're at the pool and she's kissing him and... Feels something weird mm-hmm. and kind of is like, no, I'm not into this now. Yeah. Um, which was not the day that the power started, but it was like right before. Right before. I don't know. It was yeah. kind of hard to tell with his timeline. Um before. Like uh, yeah. And then she kind of disappears after that point. Yeah. Um, she just serves as a purpose of like, he was in love, got scared. She went off with another
1: boy. Yeah, I think he felt embarrassed. Yes, Um,
0: understandably, but like, she she heard him. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I don't know if it was intentional or not.
1: Um, She, for some, in my memory, my picturing of this, she was kind of laughing. Yeah,
0: maybe she, you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, kind of knew what she was doing
0: a little bit. Yeah, but also like she. I don't know. I guess it would be kind of like picking on that sad kid that has a crush on you. Yeah. But, um, and so then. he ends up being the person that ends up, uh, that films one of the first girls using her powers, mm-hmm. um, which leads him to get a job as a kind of freelance journalist. Yep. Um,
1: I think that's the video that he puts up kind of starts what they call the day of the girls. Kind of when everyone's like, oh my god, what's happening? (laughs) This is happening everywhere and to everyone, well, everyone of a certain age.
0: Yeah, it was really a cool progression of like Mm -hmm. they thought it was a hoax and then it was steadily like, okay, maybe it's just a virus of some sort, Mm -hmm. but clearly like this is not coming from people and then it was like, nope, girls have powers and uh yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. And here it is. This um, is the new reality.
0: Yeah. Um. And how it's portrayed over the talks of media and and how it would have been shown on TV. Um. It just everything about this, I was like, this is so realistic. I could see this starting tomorrow. <laughs> um. Yeah. But that's where we meet our anchor, our new anchors first, which is Matt and Kristen. No, Matt's later.
1: Yeah, Matt's later. It's Kristen and. I want to say Tom.
0: Okay. I think you're right. Um, Tom is older. Kristen Mm -hmm. is a little bit younger. And typically how you always see news anchor women, she is dressed a little bit more provocatively. Mm -hmm. Um, And they give updates as to kind of what's going on Mm -hmm. with the uh, news on the one, which is a New York thing, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I know it is a New York thing, but maybe it's, Everybody has one of these, but I know, like, because I hear it all the time in our lobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like news on the one. I laughed as I was uh, riding the elevator this morning. Um, but Day gets contracted with CNN first, um, has his own YouTube channel. And he goes, God, I can't even remember where he goes first. Oh,
1: I don't remember. Uh, I really liked his... um, Like his... Getting to see it through his lens. Because he was traveling to all these different countries... And getting to really him getting to see and us therefore getting to see firsthand um how in these countries where women were definitely treated as second class citizens who needed men's permission yeah. to do everything to drive so you know they couldn't walk alone, where they were really taking taking it all back, basically, and mm-hmm. it got violent, which I think was probably a pretty realistic idea <laughs> of how that would occur, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he. I, at first it was like, why are we getting a male perspective? Like, why do we need that if this book is about... But he was actually one of my favorite perspectives. Um, yes. Because he starts off so confident. He's an attractive photojournalist who... I mean, that's what he's in school for. Um, he's contracted with all these, like, BBC and CNN um, buys... Digital cameras, like, because his phones keep getting zapped and just super confident. And to Mm -hmm. watch him realize, like, I am no longer in charge. Right. And I I could actually be in danger. (laughs) Yes. And several times is very much in danger. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: He goes to Saudi Arabia first.
0: Okay. So it is Saudi Arabia Mm -hmm. um, where he, which is... Already at war, um, and he meets with the king or prince,
1: Um, or is it next when he goes to Moldova?
0: Yes, because that's where we meet Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana, (laughs) the female Stalin of this book. Oh gosh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, I like everything he sees. I'm trying to even remember, but it's, it's yeah, it's these cities and countries where sex slaves have come through and that you know um no one really kind of accepts this easily at first but mm-hmm. these are obviously countries where they're really not accepting it.
1: Um, right. Right. And women are basically like in my mind we're like taking to the streets and like the, the crowd just growing as they passed house by house by house. Um of women just marching together. But then it does also get violent because the men in these countries don't want to let go of their yeah. power, their positions.
0: Yeah. Um, then he does meet with, I don't think it is the prince, it is someone who is staging a coup, part of this war, trying to take back from the women. Um, I
1: think, is it president something? Because is a, yeah, the wife because then the president great. dies in his sleep, just, <laughs> you know, has attack. a heart attack. <laughs> And she's unanimously put into power. Um yes. And there's something like she knew what she was doing. She had like a tiny little brooch that had the symbol of the eye or something like that for that was for the win. Yeah, she you was know.
0: definitely a part of it. Yeah. Um, basically tells him like get on my good side now. Yes. Um, she's a former gymnast, which also seemed kind of terrifying. Um, but she is <laughs> very, very much like. The scary woman of this, like, showing that um, women can be stolen, too. Yes. And at first, I just thought, oh, all right. Well, maybe her husband was an asshole. Yeah. Take yeah. over. Kill
1: him in his sleep. Fine. Take over for him. Yeah. Um, it's one of those
0: countries. She's probably been treated as a second-class citizen. Right. Good for her. Right. Welcome she, to being in charge.
1: Because she also, <laughs> she separates and declares it a new country, best separa. Yes. So she gives it, like, a new name. Um, but I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's right. It was that the king of Saudi Arabia was funneling money and, I think, guns to her husband to try to fight this war. Yes. And so I want to say she, she told um, Tunde? I always feel like I say Tunde. his name. Tunde. Tunde. Told him yeah. this. And then after he leaves, then her husband dies and she gets elected and everything like that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of weapons that are left over from the Soviet Union oh, that yes. pop up in this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then he, I, I'm not going to try to remember where all he goes. I'm just going to, he he basically pops from war-torn area to war-torn mm-hmm. area. Um, witnesses, and, and feels like because of his popularity
1: mm-hmm.
0: and who he is, like he doesn't have to worry about his safety Right. Until if, I think a lot of the women, was
1: it that they kind of knew him or knew that like that he? Because when he first goes on his first trip for CNN, he runs. I think he doesn't he like meet a woman and shows her he has no weapons. He's just here to to capture it yeah. all. So he kind of sticks with her, and that's how he kind of gets out of that. And it's somehow it kind of gets out that he's the the journalist you can trust as a woman. That he's not yeah like a guy who's gonna. You know, he's just there really to capture it all.
0: Right. He's trying to be on their side, essentially. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think anything is really wrong. He just wants to document it and
1: right. write a book. Right. Um, yes. His book.
0: And one of the times that it's from his perspective, he gets kidnapped from, uh, not kidnapped, he gets in contact with the guy that is in charge with, like, the rebel uprising, um, which cracked me up because they talk on internet forums like the trolls do today
1: yes it was very a a very realistic little (laughs) insert there of the of like the reddit forums or like a like forum you know where you would see not that reddit's the only place just as an example
0: (laughs) Um. no it totally was like you can find this on reddit there's a lot of fuck women like we should be taking back why are we spending money to help you know these girls Mm -hmm. learn how to use their powers and yeah so he essentially I keep wanting to say kidnapped he goes willingly and records the entire conversation Um,
1: and I can't remember there's something that happens that makes them think that he's on their side when he's really not I just I can't remember what it was
0: oh it was that I feel like he was in Afghanistan but I don't think it was in Afghanistan but he was in a war-torn area and a woman attacked him on a roof
1: and it ended up
0: getting filmed Mm -hmm. so he um like this woman almost rapes and is like every intention of killing him Mm -hmm. and these other two women like pull her off and carry her away and someone catches the whole thing so they're like you understand us now and he's like no (laughs) she was delusional right um
1: but they think he's on their side, so they're willing to talk to him, but if he meets them at this parking lot and
0: puts a bag <laughs> yes. over
1: his head and gets in their car and they'll drive him type of thing, like secrecy, which he goes along with it so he can meet the guy.
0: Yeah. You know. um, and they're talking about all the conspiracy theories and how women are going to be terrible leaders and I'm trying really hard not to talk about this with like the tone I would when I'm talking to a troll, because <laughs> They're, I don't want to say there's a the voice of reason because they're terrible, but they're also kind of the voice of reason. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so awful. I mean, they had
1: reasons to be afraid in yes. hindsight from what we know is going to happen. But their reasons for their anger are more just because now they're second class citizens or they're not the ones in power. Yes. Um, it is early
0: I- enough that it's like you're just pissed that you've lost control of
1: everything yes that's that's what it boils down to I think yeah Uh, but that guy seemed very in control of himself and he was very careful not to say that he had done anything or would do anything but that like things could happen type of thing to women or like a bomb at this location or something yeah (sighs) I think it was they also invited Tunde to like a, i'm just gonna call it a men's rights like march type of thing because something was gonna happen and he yes. did go film that
0: i can't remember if anything di- because he saw so much right. it's like what didn't happen? right <laughs> <laughs> um because we really do see the the horrors of everything that happens kind of through his eyes he there's like a i don't want to say the climax but maybe it is where the four voices of the story are all invited to mm-hmm. tatiana's castle where she's sitting in a throne it's oh. great <laughs> they're With like, like
1: furs and a yes. dress like a fancy fancy dress just lording and, over her kingdom
0: um drops a bottle of expensive scotch and like has the guy clean it up with his tongue and, Because
1: he spoke to her That's what yeah. his crime was He spoke to her to ask if that was the right alcohol I think was, was what it was Yeah
0: um, And That's kind of the turning point of when Men are required to have papers mm-hmm. um, Or They're required to have a guard yep. And he's still like I'm this journalist that everybody knows Like it's not right. a big deal um, And wasn't and, it
1: that they, um, I don't know if it was that waiter or um, employee who licked up the glass, but someone slipped him a note and said, like, that they were going to try to kill them, um, asked yes, him to not leave, like, him as a journalist to not leave and to, you know, so he could kind of, you know, report on their story about what was happening to them, to the men in this country.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, everything got really dark there. Oh, real dark. <laughs> yeah. Because he... Tries to go to another area. Gets caught without papers. And so much like. Sees a lot of the war. I'm really trying to gloss over this. Without actually trying to gloss over it. Because it was hard. Um, There is an actual. Rape scene. um, Which. Was awful. And (laughs) don't read. While eating. Um, I was just like this is. This is much. Yeah. Um,
1: but the women who were doing this kind of yeah. Yeah, for fun and because they could.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I think they did also kill that guy after.
0: They did. And then they did a sacrifice. And he thinks that, like, they he's waits until the morning thinking that they're all gone, but they're not. Mm-hmm. So he gets captured, which is when he meets up with Roxy.
1: Right. She's not captured. She's just been kind of living with them. Yeah, she's
0: just (laughs) chilling.
1: Yeah, you find out that no one knows that she's lost her power, and because of who she is, she still commands a lot of respect from them. Right. Um, But she also kind of leaves them alone. Doesn't you know? Not that she really can push them around, but she you know doesn't try to force them too much. But she does. She is able to kind of negotiate to take him with her. Um, They pretend just they keep him tied up and pretend that it's you know.
0: Trades them for drugs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, she unties him and they go off together to try to get out. Um, but I do like the little pep talk he gave her um, when he's saying, you can get me out of this. You're you're Roxy. Like, you, you can do this. And it seemed like she, because of everything that happened to her, being betrayed by her father and her brother and also losing mm-hmm. her power, um, she kind of retreated into herself and was just trying to lay low and avoid anybody and everybody that might... Um, yeah, you know, not know her, but you know, just trying to stay out of the limelight.
0: Yeah. Oh, by that point, he also had found out that he's technically considered dead.
1: Oh, that because, moment!
0: Yes, <laughs> the, the, I would, like audibly gasped.
1: Yes, because <laughs> he thought this entire time that if it got bad enough, he could just get to the internet and send emails to his editor um, a friend of his and i think someone else to try it and then they would send you know contact the embassy and they would get him out of there um but then he gets a response from someone saying he was a friend of mine whatever joke you're trying to play this is not funny so then he searches for his own name and finds a news report that he died in a car crash
0: yeah they Um, took his bag out of his hotel room and made it look like uh he was charred beyond belief yes um, and that and, same
1: friend had published all of his yeah. work that he'd sent her for safekeeping
0: under her name,
1: giving him no credit.
0: Yes. Such, Such a, a little, great twist.
1: Yep. Extra <laughs> knife to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Like that was a really, really great moment of like, you know, men had, it, it was very clear men has lost power, but he hmm. had still figured like, I'm not one of them. It's okay. Right. Like, they know who I am. Everything's okay. And it was like, no, this is fallen down to the point, like, that no man is actually safe. Right. Um, so they live in concentration, not concentration, but, like... Um, oh, the that refugee camps? Campus. Yes, refugees. I was like, I know there's a word for this. <laughs> um, and he is kind of acting like her... Not slave, but might as well be. Like, she's mm-hmm. not trying to be nice to him in anything. Um, but then the refugee camps get attacked.
1: Right. Um, and that's when he learns that Roxy doesn't have her power because he's like, just zap them yes. a little bit when they're hiding at one point. She's like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
0: but it's this after like they escape from that and they're in this house and it's this wonderful moment of like, he realizes that technically he is stronger than her and it's not that the power balance has shifted, but it's like for the first time, they both kind of feel equal
2: mm-hmm.
0: and at peace and happy and it I don't it was great, like in this moment of like by this point, you know this book is not ending well, right. and yet there are two people that it's not a forced love story or anything like that, but it's like you can still have this thing that we currently as a culture are like is so important.
1: Have um, you seen Hedwig and the angry inch or listened to the soundtrack? I
0: haven't. Okay. It's uh, popped up on my newsfeed a couple times recently where I'm like, am I being targeted? <laughs> like-
1: it's, it's amazing. Um, I was actually able to see it when Tay Diggs was Hedwig right before it ended. Um, that's actually that's why amazing. we. Amazing went to New York to see the Book of Mormon and saw the ads for it and realized, oh, it's ending. We got to come back. So we went back. There's a song in it. I can't remember what it's called. Something um, it's ai am going to ruin this, but it, it kind of made me think it, this scene that we were talking about made me think of this song. Um, it's, a mu- it's a something mentioned in the play a musical about the Hurt Locker and there's like a little song about finding love in the Hurt Locker where bombs explode. Stuff like that. <laughs>
0: Gotcha, yeah. And you can find that
1: song after. <laughs> Just listen to it. I'm going to have <laughs> to <It's> on Spotify. <laughs> Spotify.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll play it underneath this part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, and they, they know a- that, yeah, like, they kind of have one night together, mm-hmm. knowing that they make plans to to find each other, because she's got to go try to get her power back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got to get out of the country, essentially. Yeah. Um, and see it because not everywhere is treating men like they're this second class citizen, but nowhere is it good for men.
1: Right. Um, this is an extreme example yes. um, of what's going on and he needs to at least get out of there now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she says she's got someone in a stewardess hat that's going to come and pick him. He's going to ride in the boots for eight hours and get over the border um, and then they'll meet up. She gives him like a bunch of numbers. She's like, when I get what I need, like, these are people that'll be able to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, then Roxy leaves and he takes all of his notes and things. Cause he kind of has this moment of like, I don't really know her. And I don't yeah. think she's trying to screw me over, but like everything he's seen, understandably, he takes this package of stuff And mails it. And at the time, we have no idea who it's to. And I think it's implied that it's sent to the guy who is the troll that he met. Yeah,
1: like the Um, king troll.
0: (laughs) And so I couldn't figure out if it was one of those things where it's like, if this actually made it to the post. Because it sat at the post for 30 days before the dude Mm -hmm. picked it up. So if it was one of those things where he would get it first if he was okay or if i think he i feel like he just mailed it to mail it just to get the information to
1: get it out there so even if he does get out it's also out yeah and then obviously if he didn't get out the information would still you know get out
0: there. nobody makes it out of this alive there is a nuclear attack like just sorry spoilers but like nobody makes this out of this alive but it'd be kind of nice if they got back together before yeah, they died. <laughs> if you've read it, let us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that they meet up <laughs> at least one more time. <laughs> I hope so because, yeah. well, he, you know, is prideful. It's still, he's a good person. Like he's just, you know, he's not trying to spin it in any way. He's not, just a reporter, um, so yeah, yeah, um should we do Margot or Mother Eve?
1: Margot is probably the easier one, so we can yeah. go to her and then dive into Mother yeah. Eve after going <laughs> go do the easier one. Um, Margo was
0: fairly easy,
1: yeah, she um I also like i like the I like the different characters that the author chose. To show this new world through because so you got the reporter yeah. on the ground um, you got a girl with an, with immense power and then Margot is she a mayor at the beginning?
0: She is. Governor is higher than mayor. I, I don't know why I always get that backwards but yes. <laughs> I do the same thing every time. <laughs>
1: um, so you get to see the government side of things like the legal government uh, response to yeah. the power.
0: And also like how this power can be woken up in older women because Mm -hmm. she gets it from her daughter, Jocelyn, um, who she didn't know has had it until she gets sent home from school for accidentally using it. Yep. (laughs) Um, Which it's, I couldn't figure out if we were supposed to like Margot is not really a good person, right? It's like, everything is for her political gain.
1: It Yes, everything that she does is for her political gain. Even um, how she responds to her daughter having the power and, yeah, everything she does, everything she says, it's for her political gain. But she does say that the because re- she does end up running for governor. Right. Um, her reasoning for it at first anyway is, or what she says is she wants to do it for her girls. Cause she also has a, another daughter, younger daughter who mm-hmm. hasn't yet exhibited the power at this point. Um, but she wants to do it for her daughters, but it's, I think it's really more for herself.
0: Yeah. She deep down, she's like deep down inside. I know it's because I want to stick it to whatever the governor's name is. Daniel. Daniel. Um, <laughs> who's a, you know, a tool towards her.
1: I enjoyed the parts about how she's like you know if I just zap this table he would that would be it you know if my hands are underneath yeah. no one would ever know exactly um,
0: but she doesn't No, in that moment yeah she does later yeah yeah <laughs> um, she so while she's in power we get to see things like they create a test to see who has this gene um, it's particularly for women over the mm-hmm. age of 16 um, to see if it can be woken up, because I don't think there's anybody under the age of sixteen that doesn't get it. It may be weaker, but I think it's pretty much guaranteed.
1: At yeah, that point. you just may have different because her daughter doesn't have as much power as Roxy, or right. as much of, or even as much control over what she does have. Like, well, some days she'll have it, and you know it'll be like a normal amount. Other days she has absolutely none. Right. Um, so it definitely does vary. Um, from girl to girl
0: and they try to imply like her inability to control it also relates to like her sexuality which was weird it's like I don't understand this yeah, leap they did <laughs> um, and I still don't get that leap it's a very I wish Jocelyn had been explored a little bit more but mm. we did need to see what the, the government was doing mm-hmm. um, she convinces them to open training camps um, to teach have these girls learn how to use their power and everything, um otherwise it's just gonna be chaos and and everything, and most of these girls then get contracted out to armies when they're older, um, especially if they are more powerful. Um, she ends up running and winning uh the Senate seats and serves on four defense um, yep,
1: the committees,
0: yeah. Um, her goal is to become president. We never see her make it past Senate. Um, she, but she is kind of the political face for all of this. Mm-hmm. Cause she is the one that starts these training camps and expands them across America. Um, proves that this test that they created to see, cause they create the test. And if you have this gene, then you, it's basically been trying to keep control and they're like, if you have it, then you can't work in the public or with children.
1: Right. But, um, yeah. The excuse of what about the children? Yes. <laughs> and the test is basically to, it's supposed to, however, as, as they dial it up, the different levels, at some point it will make the woman's body react involuntarily kind of it seems. Right. But she knew this was coming and she prepared herself and she did not react. So she
0: passed. <laughs> yeah. Which is apparently something very, very difficult to mm-hmm.
1: do um yep and i did like too when, with the training camps um i think she went to the media first and said we are going to do this and she didn't talk to daniel first yes and he was very upset
0: <laughs> and he's, she's like it's stupid not to support this
1: right and it's done it's out there this is what's happening yeah and i think there's a line in that in that part about how this is how men talk yes her how she's now acting in that that's why he doesn't like it, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty much what she serves for. Um, we also see kind of how these military or these training camps are turning into militaries and everything through a little bit of her daughter. Um, it's also where we kind of learn that some men can get a very low dose um, of this power, um, and it also turns out that her daughter is the one that Daryl um, yes. nearly kills. Yeah. Because um, the last we kind of see of Margot is her finding out that Jocelyn has been severely injured um, and kind of realizing, like, I might be a shitty mom.
1: <laughs> and the reason for Jocelyn being there was her reason, because... Um, she, I can't remember how she got this tip but it was that this stuff was happening and it was being allowed to happen so she could take pictures or something she could say look mom yeah. I know what you're doing what you're supporting let me go and live my life or I'm um, yeah. sending these pictures out there to the world uh, oh because she had reconnected with Brian the boy who had yes. the power yes. where when they first met um, her mom eventually convinced her to dump him to break up with him um, said that you know, her people did like a background check or whatever, and he's one of the trolls in that forum who uh, hates Which, women.
0: <clears throat> did they fake it? I couldn't quite figure out if they faked his post or like pretended that this was him and it really wasn't.
1: I thought they were pretending it was him. There was something in the way it was written when Margot was talking to her daughter that I was like, oh, so he yeah. didn't do this at all. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: kind of like, I just don't want my daughter dating someone like this. Right. Um. She also... Margot can afford to send her daughters to college, but if you do time oh, in the army, they'll pay for it. So she kind of forced both her kids into mm-hmm. the army. Because it looks and her younger, for her. Yeah, and her younger daughter actually is quite powerful and is mm-hmm. also all on board with this. Like, Jocelyn is just kind of a beta woman. <laughs> um,
1: and she's being used
0: by her mom. Yeah. it's It was very...
1: Like House of cards, everything I do and say yeah. is just for my own gain, but I'm saying it's for us,
0: exactly. Type of thing, <laughs> yeah. Um, Margot also briefly meets Tatiana, yep, during the big uh dinner thing. Um, talks about how she must have learned how to be a president from watching American mob movies. Oh, that's right, laugh. I forgot She's about like that on a throne. Um, yes. But also Talks to Tunde To make it sound like we're here for diplomatic Reasons he's Mm -hmm. like you're here because of oil No we're not Yeah Um, But also agrees to back The war If I'm not mistaken Um, Essentially Back Tatiana
1: Yeah but they couldn't be seen Doing it getting into politics (laughs) Politics. (laughs)
0: It politics. Be seen <laughs> you can't have it, this. But, yeah. yeah. You cannot have this without talking politics. Yeah. Um, so it, she's also discussed quite a bit through the media, which by the end of the media segments, um, Tom throws a big fit and gets kicked off and yeah. is replaced by a guy named Matt who is mm-hmm. 10 years younger. Yeah. They allow the woman to Kristen to wear her glasses
1: yes. to look more
0: distinguished yep. and, and looser clothes. And I mm. loved it so much. Yep.
1: And that Matt says like, there's something he says at one point, like when they're talking about the trading camps, it's like, Oh, I don't know, but I know I feel safe for having these young women out there. To exactly. defend me. Oh,
0: <laughs> so wonderful. Right. Now back to the weather. Or whatever. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, It is so subtly done that at first Mm -hmm. I didn't read, and then I was like, "Wait a second, what did I just read?" Yes, I did the same thing, (laughs) like putting it over the ten years, and it's such a subtle change until you are suddenly like, "Oh shit, we're in a war," and it's it's just so well done. Yeah. Um, So then we have so we've had the powerful, we've had the the viewer, we've had the politician. Now, let's talk religion.
1: It is cool. Okay. <laughs> let's,
0: let's
1: brace ourselves. Or so Allie.
0: We, <laughs> Allie Montgomery, who becomes Mother Eve. Oh. Um, she is one of the first to get her powers and has the most control over yes. it. Um, she
1: practices on her own, yes. doesn't tell anyone, and she kind of hones her power um, by was-
0: herself yeah well except for she has a dark horse that i still don't know if it's mental illness or if it's
1: god some kind of
0: greater force talking (laughs) to her
1: yes and guiding her yes as well and encouraging her
0: so she I don't is, know. I'm very torn. <laughs> she's in a foster home, and this voice pops up after her mother's died, and so she assumes it's her mom. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, no, no. Because it's <laughs> like, not. are you mom? If you want me to be, I was like, nope, no, no. <laughs>
1: because your mother would not answer that way.
0: <laughs> no. Um. So she kills her foster dad, who is <laughs> I thought he was just abusing her, but I think he was actually assaulting her.
1: Yes, he was, and his wife would sit downstairs with the polka music or whatever on to drown yeah. it out so she didn't have to hear it. But yes, because
0: he was. she thought Allie deserved it and it kept, her, it kept him from being out trying to find another woman. Yeah.
1: He's <sighs> a real piece of work, too. Mrs. Yeah. Montgomery whatever.
0: <laughs> Montgomery... Taylor? Eventually Miss Williams I think? Yeah.
1: Something like yeah. that.
0: Um, so Allie kills her foster dad and escapes. Yep. And runs to, an eventually to a nunnery. Um, the dark force well, the voice kind of pushes her until she ends up at a nunnery where all these other girls are starting to kind of come as mm-hmm. their families are kicking them out. Um, she changes her name to Eve and kind of makes up a, a bullshit background story for her um, until the voice essentially tells her to I'm trying to remember exactly how her she bonds with one of the sisters hmm. because one of the nuns is all like this is devil's work
1: Yeah,
0: and one the of them like one... yeah
1: Wants to help them and keep them safe Um Yeah Um I And there's There's a lot of conversations between her And the voice Yes um, Like when it's like when she Before she kills her foster dad she asks the voice Like is it now is now the right time And she's like mm-hmm. go for it you know the voice Says go for it um, And then there's a conversation about where Allie wants to feel safe. And the only way to feel safe is to basically take over the place. Yes. Um,
0: Like that's kind of her whole goal is like, she just wants to feel safe.
1: Right. But then the only way to feel safe is to take things over, basically to be in charge. So she's going to take over the nunnery and then it escalates from there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She starts baptizing girls and Mm -hmm. there's, there's like a starting point and I cannot exactly remember what it is. Um, but ends up baptizing and starts preaching.
1: I think it's with the girl with with the seizures maybe where she's because her she has honed her power so much that she can kind of feel inside of someone to know which buttons to push so to speak to stop the seizure or to Mm -hmm. you know for this particular girl it stopped the seizure and she came out of it very quickly instead of where usually when this girl would have a seizure she'd be laying down for the rest of the day resting you know wouldn't be able to get up whereas she kind of so they looked at it like she eve cured her right um and then it turns and then it starts into the baptisms and she does other curing you know works for other girls too yeah
0: because i mean i think they do use like I've only done physical therapy a little bit and they didn't do it to me, but they will use electrodes mm-hmm. for like muscles and stuff. So again, incredibly realistic. Yes. <laughs> um, So she gets a, fo- a following and starts expanding and is basically preaching like there is one God, you don't have to change your religion, but instead of focusing on the men taught in those religions, look at the women that have been oh. discounted, you know, instead of, praying to Jesus, you should be praying to Mary mm-hmm. um, and all throughout all of them. So like, don't change who you are. Just realize like the mother is pissed and wants you to actually worship the correct people. Right. Um, and then she meets up with Roxy
2: mm-hmm.
0: who gets her set up with money, basically like people want to give her money and, but she doesn't trust banks, so Roxy kind of helps her set up Cayman accounts and all that stuff, um, so that they can actually truly expand um, the religion. And there's a lot of conversation with the voice. Yes. <laughs> um, and the voice keeps changing, like it'll, she'll ask, like, who are? are you? Mary? And if you want me to be. Right. It's like, are you God? And I don't know, I, I like to, I think she's just mentally disturbed, but I, that's
1: what I was leaning towards. Um,
0: there's no other there's no other like weird fantastical thing in this book other than like girls getting powers because right. <laughs> um, it talks about like being the voice that told him to not bring forth a king during daniel samson samson or Dan- i don't remember
1: or the book uh samuel where yes. they asked for a king they said well this is this is what's going to happen if there's a king basically i'll be slaves but they still wanted the king right um
0: so it's so- either believe it's an angel or demon from that time or that it's a girl that is honestly traumatized to the point she's mentally disturbed
1: i was thinking the trauma is what did it kind of this is her safe space um
0: yeah i mean it's not necessarily split personalities thank god right but um it's kind of her way of coping and being safe right um but she ends up backing tatiana which is like a point in her discussion with her her voice of, like, should we do this? And the voice doesn't necessarily agree, but also is, like, right. you know, make the decision on your own kind of thing.
1: But um, then the voice does say, what the fuck, in response to Tatiana yes! making that guy lick up the broken
0: glass. <laughs> I love that. So like,
1: yes, voice, that's the appropriate <laughs> response to this situation.
0: <laughs> and it's also, like, but we can't do anything because, like, if we pull our support from her while we're in this country, mm-hmm. we're going to die.
1: Right. And um, they still need this. They need this, this stronghold, basically. Yes. Um, and they need... Yeah. Then they need the women to win this war, basically.
0: Right. Um, so, in a sense, she's kind of responsible for the, the nuclear attack. Like- oh, she's
1: very responsible for it. <laughs> she is absolutely responsible for it um I did think it was interesting though at this party so that's the last time she sees Roxy for a long time because then everything happens with Roxy getting you know taken by her dad and her brother um she wanted Roxy to be the new president um she says something to Roxy like Tatiana's not working out like you know she's just basically gone a little crazy (laughs) not in that many words um but she wanted Roxy to basically be the president um and then all that goes away when Roxy disappears you know from Alex right. perspective no idea where she went um, so now it has to be her and again to feel safe taking things over if she's in charge of the country then she'll feel safe or I guess you could say right. um, so then she <laughs> does the stuff where she'll mess she's messes with Tatiana's brain with her power getting her to sign this or do this um, which I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah, it was a great was, manipulation. Cause right. Because Tatiana has become so paranoid that she's got cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it only looks like that Allie is placing a hand on her shoulder. Right. So.
1: Before she kills herself.
0: <sighs> but was there something yes.
1: about where Allie thought maybe what she and the voice, I guess you'd say, were doing to her was what was pushing her to be so crazy?
0: Um, I think it is briefly discussed either that or it is just very clear that that's what is causing her to be crazy. Because it's definitely the takeaway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tatiana was nuts beforehand, but not in the way that, you know, eventually causes her to kill herself. Right. Um, and yeah, she steps in and takes over and you know what i i said she might be and you you're right she is completely responsible for it <laughs> because she starts talking about noah's ark and like the yeah. the uh the flood and this mm-hmm. is the modern day flood i forgot all about that uh like cuz the voice at some point is like we could have had control we could have had peace but where we have ended up, it's not possible. Right. Um, without wiping out and starting over.
1: There's no good options. after Allie, I think it's after Allie calls her former foster mother. Um, yes. Well, she there sees Roxy
0: be- one more time. Yes. And right, Roxy's right, right. like, you've become bananas. Like, what the right. fuck has happened yes. here? Because it's not even like that Roxy wanted to be president. She's just like, no, you're just not a good person.
1: Right. And that this is and and she said that uh, people would call her crazy but she, Roxy, would defend her all the time. Um, And she tells her, so Allie thanks her Roxy says she knows who Eve really is, that she's Allie that she is this girl who killed her foster father um, because there have been rumors all over the internet. Um, And at one point all that information goes away and Allie thanks Roxy for doing that and Roxy kind of looks at her and she says you should call your former foster mother just talk to her mm-hmm. um so she does call her and this conversation kind of pushes Allie's mental stability kind of oh yeah the edge, she, so to speak has <laughs> a bit of a breakdown there <laughs> yeah. um because the foster mother I don't even know where to start with that
0: <laughs> well she's an early adopter of Allie's religion Yes. And basically is like I knew who you were the whole time.
1: And I made um, the, the, the files go away so yes. that you could go on to continue being Eve.
0: Um, and kind of talks about how essentially the foster mother is the one who started this because of how she treated and punished Allie. Right. And not like an apologetic kind of way in like a yeah. I'm responsible for this. I did this this is amazing. Not this is amazing, but like, you I owe me that. so much. Right. Um, and then makes a comment about a voice, which I think is what caused someone else hears a voice. I think it is the foster mom. Yeah. And that's kind of the point that Allie's like, who the hell are you?
1: Yeah. And she um, also, I think she said that she would tell the foster father when to go upstairs.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And that is
0: Like, she was totally on board and had no remorse for what Allie went through. And then it all went to this
1: wonderful religion.
0: Yes. And she is now running um, a home for runaways, essentially. And she's like, are you abusing them? Mm -hmm. um, Or are you punishing them in this way? And she's like, if that's what's required. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, dear God. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree. I probably would have like, blown the world up too.
1: <laughs> and that's the point where she and, does have that talk with the voice and the voice says, you know, formally they said they wanted a king and I told them this and, yes. you know, and so basically Allie, that conversation ends with Allie saying so they're really saying there's really no good choice here. And and
0: by that point there's not.
1: Right. it's It's gone so far down this road there's really no other end for it
0: and the whole world blows up and then we cut back to neil and i can't remember the woman's name
1: his name i wrote it down his name is neil adam arman which is whatever that word is when you mix up the letters it spells it's naomi alderman just
0: oh i didn't realize yes
1: So I wrote amazing. out I wrote down his name and like crossed <laughs> off the letters I was like that's it. That's um, so cool. Yes, but the letters are from him to Naomi.
0: Oh. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> so it's like can be implied that she stole his work.
1: Yes. Because in <laughs> so the letters are them going back and forth. Um And she's kind of saying, like, I see what you did with adding these armies that have men in them and these these crime gangs that have boys like this. is You know, it's interesting that you like these this novelty, you know, these novelty ideas or whatever. Um,
0: And they're like, you said you found statues of dead soldiers and like sure, I could believe this was, like, in a pocket kind of island right. thing, but not all over the world. And, like, right. what do you mean women didn't always have this power? Like, right. of course they always had this power. Like,
1: and talking about how ridiculous. the random societies that are patriarchal now are always so peaceful.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, men wouldn't have been that bad. They're just right. so understanding and stay home and take care of the babies. And, like, I don't know where – and the letters read like so apologetic from the man and mm-hmm. so condescending from the woman and yes it's so but it's not like in an overbearing kind of way right oh i love it i totally missed that it was he was writing to Naomi yes
1: <laughs> i didn't do the name thing until t- earlier today i was like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> your name's neil hold on <laughs>
0: I mean, we do need more women-driven literature and things mm-hmm. like Beauty Queens by Libba Bray is another one where that's Lord of the Flies from a women's point of view. But she's right. You know, most of the times these things are written where like if women are in charge, things are going to be better. And It's like at the end of the day, we're still human. We're still corrupt as hell. Like It's not going to be better.
1: Right. I've been thinking about that about does the power corrupt... Or is it that and like a combination of in this society um, where the women gain this power that what they do to men is kind of like a big fuck you for all of the years of treating women so terribly? Like, well, now you can't go out in public by yourself or you can't drive or you can't do this in that because not every country was that severe. But, you know, right. Um,
0: But it's true. Like if women suddenly took over, could they forgive and forget and a lot couldn't and it's debatable if a lot should.
1: Right. And would men be able to accept such a shift? I'm going to bet no, <laughs> no on that for no. most. <laughs> no. I don't mean to offend anybody <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't think it would go over that well. <laughs>
0: no. I mean, even when men feel like it's more balanced or anything like that. If you, it, it's the, the analogy of like, how much do women talk in class and where men think mm-hmm. that women talk for the most part, when it's actually closer to equal or they still view it as no, it's men view it as equal when it turns out that women aren't talking like a quarter of what the men do. And then it's like women talk more when it's actually closer to equal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, almost always is that men are still dominating the conversation. Yeah. Which go listen to podcasts with like both. And you'll see that that's pretty legit still. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, I have a couple favorites where they are hosted by men, but it is nice when there are women hosting.
0: Very nice. Um, shout out to Lady Pod Squad. If you follow that hashtag on Twitter, you will find primarily women-driven podcasts and hosted podcasts. So, I'm going to do that just a shout out.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm not on Twitter much, but I will have to look for <laughs> There's that. There's a
0: Facebook group. I'll invite you to the Facebook okay. <laughs> group too. Um So, yeah, like I do like the aspect of like women Aren't necessarily better, mm-hmm. nor are we the forgiven, forgiving, weak, meek, second-class citizens that right. most literature makes us out to be. So, there was,
1: yeah. there was some tweet, and I this is terrible because I don't remember any of the specifics, but it was basically in response to either a shooting or some other act of terrorism committed by a man, where someone tweeted something about how women have never done things like this. And it was like, I kind of get what you were going for, but women have done and do have the potential to be just as violent. We're not, like you were saying, like these meek, just, you know, sitting there quietly twiddling our thumbs, um, (laughs) second-class citizens who would never raise their voices or get violent or get angry. Um, I think that was one of the things I really liked about this book was the anger that Tundi was seeing when every when the women were taking the streets, particularly in those countries where women were treated very poorly, that their anger had come to the surface, but now they also had this power to back it up. Right. And weren't afraid to, and it, kind of the, the group uh, strengthened numbers because they were all joining together.
0: The only thing that I felt like it was missing was the reaction of women particularly older women who it wasn't getting awakened for. Mm. Uh, And like the aspect of, did they side with the women? Did they side with the men?
1: Were they considered weaker women by the women who had the power? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's Um, no
0: discussion of if there was anything involving that. Uh, which was the only drawback of this book that uh-huh. the main, at the end, I was like, that is the one thing I wish was explored. Um, That's a good point. We haven't actually talked about where the power came from. It's. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, a nerve gas was used a lot during world war II, And it is essentially coming from a vaccine that was used. That you could put this in, drinking water and like a small amount would vaccinate essentially a ton or like villages and everything. And then it got into the fish and suddenly fish were bigger and everything. Yeah. And as they ate it, like it took a few generations to get in. Right. Um, and that awoken something that was already in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there was discussion of like, did this exist thousands of years before um, and we kind of lost it, or didn't no longer have a need for it. Yeah. Um, I also really like there's no dates. So yes,
1: like the the first letter from Neil to Naomi is like okay. October 27, but there's no year.
0: Yeah. Um, um. When they get the invitations for the the party, yeah, mm-hmm. and things, there's no date, so it's not a, like it could be modern day. Mm-hmm. It's at least. If not now, in the future, because they do discuss smartphones.
1: And YouTube. Yeah. And
0: YouTube, which gets taken down at one point. Oh,
1: yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> when he go when he's in Moldova, or no, it's that other country by that point, Bes- Besapara. Yes. Um, and he goes on the internet. I think YouTube's not there because they were controlling the internet. Yeah. They kind of took down what they didn't want their people to see.
0: Yeah. He had <sighs> videos of Tatiana. Um, torturing or whatever these these servants and sent it to CNN and they were like there's no story here but thanks and yes, to a few is, other people and he was like yes. fine I'm going to put it on YouTube then.
1: Right because um, more than just CNN passed on it was a couple different outlets that yeah. said mm, we don't really see it and it's like oh you don't really see the story here okay.
0: Yes, <laughs> someone's in control now.
1: Right either that or I also <laughs> thought like were his emails intercepted and they sent them back uh, you know what true. I mean like from someone in that country. That's very true. Um, but then I guess because his emails too When he was trying to call for help basically I think those did go through Yes She responded saying you know he was a yeah. friend of mine How dare you yeah. um, How
0: dare you hack this account like, Right yeah um, So Yeah Neither of us have read anything else By Naomi Alderman um, But I'm now fascinated uh, By her other books Yep Um I'm I definitely to want to read her other books <laughs> She apparently wrote a Doctor Who one I'm now curious about that oh. too <laughs> So I was looking at that I was like is this really Doctor Who <laughs> It is in fact um, Particularly I don't know If we discussed it I know we discussed it before I don't know if we actually discussed it on the podcast uh, That her book um, Disobedient is becoming a movie mm-hmm. So um, that was be before. was And I did see
1: where they apparently got some company got the rights to the power to turn it into a television series, which I would love to see. That would be very
0: exciting. If they do it, they need to keep, this is a very diverse book. Um, The Alley is biracial. Tunde is Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's really discussed what Roxy is outside of just British.
1: Just, yeah which could um, be anything. You yeah. Know, which I liked. I liked that it wasn't a future where all people of color
0: disappeared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we stop doing that? Yeah that'd be nice. Um, like also they kept saying mixed race and it was like biracial but I also get like it's supposed to be Jacksonville. It's supposed to be kind of like a more southern. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say hickish area but Especially where she came from, like it's mm-hmm. not a good part of town. Yeah. Um, Margo's probably white. That was <laughs> like, my guess. She's a very, I was to say, very typical <laughs> suburban white woman. Um, <laughs> but no, like she's very of the like order and, and old generation. So, yeah. Um, Tatiana's going to have to be gorgeous. Like whatever yes. she is, I just picture gorgeous, good place, yes. gorgeous. Why can't Tahani gorgeous? Right,
1: And when <laughs> she's in that throne with like furs and a long yes. dress, maybe a tiara, <laughs> jewels. Oh,
0: I have like so many people running through my head that could play her. It's just gonna be, it's gonna be excellent. The woman from the FBI show would be great too. Why can't I think of her name? Or the FBI show, uh, Quantico.
1: Oh. I, I don't know think. her name. The main woman. Yes, star? the main
0: woman from there. Um yes. I don't There's know A lot name. of gorgeous Middle Eastern women that perfect. Um so yeah, I do hope that comes to be um so yeah. Definitely both enjoyed this. Yes. Um we have no idea what segments we're gonna be doing. I guess those will evolve naturally. Uh but I do like the idea of continuing to talk about what are you going to be reading next?
1: Well, I think I'm going to go to Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur oh, because nice. <laughs> for the 24 and 48 readathon that we both did. Yes, uh, was that last weekend? No, the weekend before.
0: Two
1: weekends before, ago. Yes, uh, where we read for a total of 24 hours in a 48 40- hour time period. Um, I read the first volume okay. and then was kicking myself for not having read it sooner. And then I got the next two volumes. Uh, they just came in the other day. So I think I'll start nice. with those.
0: Very nice.
1: Yeah. How about you?
0: I am torn between, because uh, I never, I always read in parallel. Um, so it's Girls Made of Snow and Glass, which is a, um, I can't think of what Frozen's based on, but essentially, I think Frozen. Meets is the stepmother of Snow White. Mm-hmm. No, Snow White is the the stepmother has a heart made of glass. the The stepdaughter is made of snow. Oh, and, okay. And the stepmother is from the south, and thinks she's basically going to get control and be in charge and able to go back to the south. But the king puts the daughter in charge. And that's about. All I know of the book because Mm -hmm. it keeps getting pushed aside for other things. Um, It's really good. Like, it's the most unintentional thing that I keep doing. Um, But the other one is I just got an advanced reader copy for um, the book, Tell Me No Lies, which is the most. (laughs) It is, I apparently love the trope of like celebrity somehow falling in love with like a regular girl (laughs) which is like very weird because it's not what i want it's not like i'm like and i secretly hope a celebrity does this with me it's just a trope i kind of love so i read the first one last year which was about a teenage girl with um agoraphobia who tweets at the singer and he creates like a second twitter account and they like start chatting and falling in love but it turns into like a murder mystery and ends on a cliffhanger and the sequel came out on netgalley and i'm already set to buy both of them and when the second one comes out so i'm just like i just need to know now <laughs> <laughs> So I got that, like, two days ago and actually put down the power because I was like, who's dead? (laughs) Yeah, Like, I can do at least read the first chapter. Who's dead? (laughs) And, uh, it's it's silly. It's never going to make any literary merits, but (laughs) it's a trope I love so much. (laughs) Uh, So that's called Tell Me No Lies. I think the first one's called Follow Me Back. So, um, so, what are we doing in two weeks wrinkle in
1: time
0: yes so very excited
1: excited because i i'm 99 percent sure i've never read this book okay like i don't think i read it for school or in school or for a book report or anything i I, from the even watching the little bit of the trailers for the movie that's coming out none of it seems familiar so i'm like okay Okay. i've never read this i have to read it before the movie comes out (laughs) so this is perfect
0: this is I don't remember why I read it the first time, but this is one of my favorite childhood books. And there was an adaptation in the early 2000s that I watched 10 minutes of and was like, no, this is terrible. And the previews (laughs) from this movie alone make me just sob. I'm so excited. (laughs) It is so well cast. And I'm just, I can't wait. Um, I'm going to get a tattoo this month. I've like Yay. had this wrinkled about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a scene where they explain like what wrinkling is with like uh, ants on a string, and I, it's, mm-hmm. like I don't know why I didn't get that as my first tattoo, but whatever, <laughs> it'll be the one I get next. Yeah. So, um, awesome. and we are bringing back Ileana for that because uh, she also best. has not read it. Um, and this has been in discussions for like six months. So, <laughs> might as well do it now.
1: And that's perfect because the movie's coming out. So, we will yes. all have it fresh in our minds before the movie.
0: Yes, I'm waiting for the draft house to put up, like, Ooh. I'm assuming they're going to get it, but to see if they have, like, for Star Wars, I got a pour glass. Ah, I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> and for Black Panther, they've got a glass and a menu. Oh, it looks amazing. And so I'm like, are you guys doing that with me quite time? Oh, so Why is there
1: not an alible draft house in Connecticut? <laughs> Someone
0: please open one.
1: <laughs> Agreed.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: Do You guys at least went,
0: have like a sit once. down? Um, okay. Or one of those like they waiter your your
1: There's one in Hartford that we've never been to that supposedly does something like that. Okay. Um I've, we've never gone though. I should look it up, but we already have our tickets for Black Panther at the regular nice. movie theater next Friday, 745. I'm so hyped. <laughs> I'm,
0: so I'm excited. going to get, um, because my birthday is next. Is it next weekend? Shit.
1: 18th? Wait,
0: is that Yep, your it birthday? is. Yep. 18th is yeah. my birthday. So I'm taking off the 19th. So I think that's what I'm going nice. to do. I've been waiting for the draft house to their, their victory program has the free ticket. So I'm probably going to go see it like, monday morning when nobody's there so i can <laughs> theater to myself good plan, good <laughs> plan. So i feel like excited this,
1: i feel like i gonna end up seeing the black panther at least twice in theaters which i said about star wars and then i just <laughs> never got a chance to go back same thing with thor ragnarok it's like oh i gotta see this again and i just never went back this one i'm i'm definitely going back i, I can understand know. that
0: yes yeah i have actually not seen thor yet i oh. probably should do that oh it's I just so good I fell out of watching superhero movies outside of like the ones that I feel kind of shake up everything. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman, I saw. Yes, Logan and Deadpool, I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the Avengers and Thor, and no, I, I just don't. Captain America, I haven't seen. They're the I most recent it. one. Yeah. So.
1: Loki or Tom Hiddleston, I love him very much. So there you go. <laughs> I was definitely going to be there for that movie. <laughs> Although I'm very, I'm worried that he's going to die in Infinity War. So I'm like, maybe he'll come back. It's a, it's comics, like he it's, can come back.
0: We'll say, it's Marvel. <laughs> Everybody comes back, right?
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, uh, where can people find you? Um, any anything you got? Um, you want to plug?
1: Well, besides judging book covers i was on the wonderful best acquaintances this week with ollie and emily it was yes. a great time you should definitely check it out actually I have to go share it on my facebook page too so more people know about it it was a wonderful time um
0: it's a hilarious episode <laughs> was megan has mentioned a couple
1: times <laughs> her love of ya
0: <laughs> yes in case you haven't figured out ollie and i are actually decent friends <laughs> The steampunk shout out actually scared me. I was like at work and he's like, Steampunk Megan. And I'm like, Okay. Oh, so good. Um, awesome.
1: And then I know the last time I was on, I was saying my husband and I were going to be doing a podcast. I
0: still have not convinced him to do that. So hopefully, maybe at some point, I'll have that to plug. Keep plugging it and we can guilt him into it at that point. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to try to do. I don't think he can hear me right now, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he listens oh, to the episode. Oh, he can hear me. <laughs> 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 um, as for me, I host two other podcasts, Fable Ulysses Retellings, um, which is a fairy tale-based podcast, and then Handbook for Handbook for Mortals, uh, which is a chapter-by-chapter read of Handbook for Mortals. Um that's all I really can say about that. <laughs> um, as for this podcast, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JBC podcast. Um, we are, we have a website, which is judgingbookcovers.com. dot com. Um, we're on everything, um, especially with the new season. Go give us a rating and review. Tell us how much you love Stephanie. Get us <laughs> a review that way. Um, so that, We can get up a little bit in the iTunes charts. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, Stephanie, I will talk to you in two weeks.
1: Yes. Wrinkle in time. Very excited. Yes. It's going to
0: be great. Have a good night. You too.